Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh whatever is out there download it it's freaking phenomenal you guys won't regret it take care ciao Welcome to another edition of Nothing to Watch. I'm your host, Val, with my little guest today, Jay Dog. How you doing, Jay? Real good. And today we are reviewing Dragon Ball Super Episode 115. And this is an episode that's actually catching the world by storm because of the fact that we're seeing, and I know all the fanboys are going crazy, Goku, at his strongest form, getting whooped by a female. How do you feel about that, Jay? <laughs> I think it is a good showcase for the power of the Potara earrings, mm-hmm. and it kind of shows you just how far uh, the power of Legendary Super Saiyan can go mm-hmm. when it's put into something like that. Right. Um, I think that it is perfect to see Goku fight her in his Super Saiyan blue form. Mm-hmm. Because that put the most stress under his body. And I peeped that he was going to get the reemergence of his Ultra Instinct. Because when he was before they fused, when he was fighting them, it looked sometimes it looked like he was trying to copy his movements right. when he was doing Ultra Instinct. Like when they were both on either side of him and they were shooting his, their key blast at him and then he just shot like one big blast at each of them and pushed it. And when he was blocking their their moves, 
it kind of looked like he was trying to copy his moves and learn how to get it back. And so he finally succeeded at the end of this episode. Oh, definitely. And like how we were talking about in the last episode, we knew that Goku was just training with these girls. Yeah, he was taking them serious, but the same token, though, he was going into business for himself, trying to to reemerge that ultra instinct form once again. But I'm not going to just put this on the Batoar earrings as well, too, because both Khalifa and Kale both are pretty strong in their own right. And I think that's where the controversy lies right here. I think everybody that's a Dragon Ball Z fan is just going completely nuts because, number one, their base forms of Super Saiyan 2 and, I guess, the Super Saiyan legendary Berserk, Saiyan. yeah, the legendary form, are going toe-to-toe with Goku at his strongest. Well, kind of not at his strongest, but even at a Super Saiyan God level, they're both smacking him up left and right. Do you feel that that's, uh, that draws controversy to the Goku character, or do you feel like since we're in different universes, the rules kind of change? The only reason I'm not against it is because... The Supreme Kai explained that not only does it fuse the power of Legendary Super Saiyan and Super Saiyan 2, which I don't think would have a match for a Super Saiyan Blue form, but it also multiplies it by like 10 or something like that. So that's the only reason why I'm okay with it matching up to that power. And then we have to also take into consideration Goku is not at full strength whatsoever. Goku is just getting better and better as his fight progresses, yes. But the same token, though, he's like... On autopilot right now. It's not like he's actually fighting full strength against these girls. And these girls are, you know, taking advantage of the fact that he's weak. And even though he's powering up to all these levels, he's still at a weak form. So it makes sense that a fighter who's predominantly stronger at the moment, more health at the moment, especially Kale, can take advantage of Goku's Super Saiyan God form and its limits right now. Yeah, um, I think... Who do you think is going to knock... Um, do you think they're going to get knocked off once Goku um, beats them? Or do you, first, do you think he's going to beat them with Ultra Instinct? Yeah, I think he's going to beat them with Ultra Instinct. And that was a big reveal for the episode that um, after the fusion... Uh, what's, what's the fusion? Kefla? Kefla. And the Kefla actually put the beats on Goku while she turned into um, the legendary Saiyan in her fusion form, fighting Goku Blue. Um beating Goku Blue with a little, little, little sucker punch almost, knocking him out, emerging as the Ultra Instinct form. Now we get to see who, like, it's almost like the, the what's that movie, The Last Dragon. You are the last dragon <laughs> with Bruce Leroy going Matrix and everything. But to answer your question, I do think that, number one, they're going to get knocked off, but not knocked off as Kefla. I think the portrait earrings are going to have them separate at some time. Okay. And I think when that happens, they're going to either be weak or they're going to be caught off guard and someone's going to eliminate them. Maybe even Frieza. That's, that's what I was thinking. Maybe Frieza knocks them off. Mm-hmm. And what we saw from Vegeta, mm-hmm. Vegeta's paying a lot of attention to Goku. And he wasn't surprised when Goku went to Super Saiyan Blue for him. And we didn't, I don't think we got to see his reaction when Goku went to Ultra Instinct. No. But I do feel like in that fight with Tapo, First of all, I feel like we're being robbed of that fight. We are. That that should be its own episode. It should be. But do you think that Vegeta's holding back in that fight? I've been I've been saying that Vegeta's been holding back. He has an ace up his sleeve. With this training that he's been having with Whis by himself, I think that in the past episodes, I think he has a little trick card. Ever since the last tournament where um Goku surprised Vegeta doing the KO Ken 
mixing the Super Saiyan Blue and just Vegeta flipped out saying, you're always one step ahead of me. So I think this has been a very quiet Vegeta, very paced Vegeta. I think he has his own ace up his sleeve. But that's not the one that I'm concerned about that's viewing all this. The person that's viewing every little thing about this fight is Frieza. Looking at everything, and if Ultra Instinct is not just a Super Saiyan form, it's something that anybody could obtain, an ability that anybody could obtain. Looking at how Goku is just learning how to get to the phase, learning how to get to the form, analyzing that, who's to say that Frieza can't do it himself now without even training? He could just observe and just try to find out what the process is. And I think really the process is get your ass beat, to the point of no return, and then you get it. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's that easy, um, because that's isn't that that's kind of how Frieza got his golden form. Yeah. But getting the crap beat out of him. Yeah. In training, so I I don't think he's gonna. I I don't think he's going to get Ultra Instinct in this tournament. I think that Vegeta already has it. Okay. And that he's just hiding it. Mm-hmm. And. That's why he wasn't really surprised when Goku got it. Not as, at least not as much as everyone else was. And I think that it was nice to see Jiren wake up again once um, Goku went to Ultra Instinct because he knows that if Goku is able to master that ability and then, you know, go Super Saiyan Blue or something, right. he totally stands a chance against Jiren. I think we both agree that the next episode is going to happen... It's going to be the final fight between Kalfa and Goku. And with that being said, looking at the next fight, most likely will be Jiren versus Goku Part 2. They'll probably tease it, but we'll probably get the next few episodes with that big battle. In that battle, do you see Goku losing again? Or do you see him just so so exhausted? I don't even think Goku's going to have um, Ultra Instinct after he fights Kefla. Okay. I think after he fights Kefla, it's going to... He's going to have a fart. It's going to go away. <laughs> and then I think he's going to have to obtain Ultra Instinct one more time. And really? That'll, that'll be the time when he fights Ojiren. Really? You think so? I, I think, think so. that he might just keep the form until Jiren looks at him. I think it'll probably be a couple of fights. But I think Jiren may knock him out. I think Jiren's going to knock him out. I think we're going to get the Vegeta... The Vegeta Ultra Instinct versus Jiren. I think the writer likes Goku way too much to knock him out this early. I don't know. We, all, we still have 19 minutes. We still have 19 minutes, but and there's still a lot of players in the tournament. There's still a lot of things that can go up and down. You know, there's a Frieza aspect in there. There's still Toppo in there. There's still a couple of characters that are lingering around. A couple of storylines you could get into. But ultimately, I think we have been sidelined with Vegeta's absence for a reason because of the fact that the writer's hiding something with Vegeta. And I think that's going to be the big surprise that, you know, Goku does get knocked out and then boom, Vegeta does take a season for himself finally. <laughs> How awesome would that be? I, uh, <laughs> I, I just can't. You don't want Because you want a Gohan to have this. No, I don't want a Gohan to beat Jiren. I just I don't think that Goku's going to... If, Go if Goku was to get knocked out, uh -huh. there'd have to be like maybe 9 or 10 minutes left. Okay. Not 19. Okay. It's way too early for Goku to get knocked out. Right. Because it, the writer just likes him too much. Mm -hmm. And then the thing with Gohan, I noticed, 
He's not in ultimate Gohan form in this episode. No. You see him just in base form, fighting with Piccolo against the Namekians. Right. He's, I call him the Namekian Slayer now because he's just chopping off body parts. Yeah, he is. He, he's chopping off body parts and Piccolo's just cracking up too. They're like <laughs> two best friends. Like, look what I could do. Ha <laughs> ha. And like, they're having way too much fun with these Namekians, which makes me think, I know that for a fact that all these universes are going to come back again. Because... They're having way too much fun with all these other universes. Who's to say Piccolo won't go back to this universe saying, yeah, you, you Namekians right here, you're savage. That's, these are the family I want to hang out with. I Not the ones so. in Planet Namek, new part two Planet Namek. They, they, they suck. They're, they're, they're puss. But you guys? <laughs> you guys are killers. I want to hang out with you. I can see that. I can see Piccolo leaving for a hot minute and just going with them. I don't think so. I don't think Piccolo's ever had any feelings for the Nikians. <laughs> he's having fun with them. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I think he's just having fun knowing he's going to hurt them. <laughs> I think that's where he's having fun at. Or do you think he's having fun with Gohan? Just that's like true. fighting together. That's true. As equals, finally. Oh, they're not equals. Well, they see each other as equals. Personally, not like as power far as level. Strategy, yeah, 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 that was power level. But finally, you know, you always saw Piccolo being the father mentor to Gohan, and you never had that fight with them together, just being like, you know, hey, like buddy cop films. Yeah, and that's what you're getting. Finally, you're getting like what Goku used to do with Piccolo all the time. Yeah, but, you know, you know, Goku's a pimp. He's a player. He he takes his rivals and shoves them to the side <laughs> and gets another one. So you know this makes sense for Piccolo to to piggyback off his son now. What was your favorite part about this episode, though? Um, besides getting Ultra Instinct, it was seeing one seeing Vegeta's reaction and two seeing Beerus. He was pissed off when he saw Goku get Ultra Instinct again. Right. I think because he he wanted to always be above Goku right. and know that he could beat him right. just dominantly. But now that he has Ultra Instinct, he's kind of like, damn, when we get back, if he tries to face me, he just might beat me. Okay. And that's why he was like, let's just see just how far he can go with his Ultra Instinct. Question for you. Do you think that Beerus definitely has ulterior motives? Do you think that, yeah, he's going along training Goku and Vegeta here and there letting Whis let him get more powerful and powerful but just shrugging off the fact that they'll never be as powerful as him at the same time do you feel like uh, he doesn't want them to be at that level because he knows that his place in the world could be ruined or do you think he he's he has a little evil motive in the back of his head with certain things too I mean this guy blows up plants for the fun of it yeah I don't think he has a little evil motive though if anything I think Whis has the evil motive really because remember, he wants to replace Beerus with Vegeta. And they teased that a lot before the tournament. And he even asked Vegeta, like, hey, you want a job? You want to be the god of destruction? Yeah. And Vegeta accepted it. So, and he hasn't told Beerus that. But he did make a couple of jokes afterwards. And Beerus was like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about Beerus is that, like, I can see why Whis wants to replace him. Number one, Beerus is a horrible, horrible person to follow around with. Always eating, always sleeping, never wants to really train. You know, he never takes his job seriously. I would love to see a Beerus backstory. I would love to see him go dig deep into how he became the god of destruction and what kind of fighter he was to obtain that status. That would be interesting, in my opinion. Yeah, but I don't think we'd ever get that. You don't think so? We haven't even gotten a Master Roshi. <laughs> we haven't even gotten a Master Roshi background. Yeah, I can Everyone see that. Everyone would love that one. 
I think there's they'll they'll save that one day. I think they'll they'll have a movie. It probably won't be. I wish it would be a can. Well, you know what? Super. What they do these days, all the movies they come out with are canon. They are part of the actual series, unlike the other movies that came out, like the Broly. You know, for all this. All right, I'm gonna go off on a tangent right here. For all the people who are pissed off with Kale becoming the legendary Saiyan and say, "Oh, they're trying to make her like Broly. She's nothing like Broly." Newsflash. Broly doesn't exist. I'm sorry. Broly is not canon. He is a movie that was written for the fans by Toriyama, yes, but he is not essential to any of the Dragon Ball stories that have ever existed. They have only been part of movies. They're not part of the central series or the manga. So in essence, Broly is just like Super Saiyan 4 Goku. They don't exist. As much as you want to cry about it, this is going to be the first time you see the legendary Super Saiyan. This in, in canon. This is the first time you're going to see the Super Saiyan Berserk as they're calling it now. Enjoy it. It's not taken away from anything right now. It's just something new that harkens to something you like, but also putting a female twist on it. And if you're getting so pissed off and bent out of shape, then you're being misogynist, misogynistic. So that's just my opinion. But yeah, like I was saying before. I think this is a, f a fun episode. Do you are right, in my in my opinion too? I feel like I was a little let down by the fusion of how they look. Do you f like their? I like it. Because really? It's, it's not exactly like Kefla. I mean, it's not exactly like um Khalifa. Okay. Or too much like Kale, and it's not like it doesn't look like Broly either, except for the the wristbands. Okay. I would have I would have liked a different attire though. I really would have. Like, maybe a gi or something to pop up. I feel like um, the writer had fun with it. Like, you're a chick, so you get, like, a tracksuit. <laughs> like, that's what it looks like. Well, I mean, because even beforehand, like, Khalifa was just wearing, what, joggers and... Yeah, she was. Uh, crop top. Yeah, but, but, uh, no, no, wait. Um, Kale was wearing more of, like, the... Kale was wearing, like, a shirt and... Like, some, a shirt and, like, a, a skirt and, like, a leggings underneath that, but... The Khalifa was wearing like almost like the Majin Buu pants in a way. Yeah, without the belt. Without the I would have saggy white pants. I would have took those. I would have took those saggy pants with maybe a crop top right there. Well, but then it would have looked too much like Gogeta. Okay, all right. Maybe the fan of me wanted that. Just something similar to look a little bit more badass. But who, who do I know? What, what, what do I know? It could have been a big thing for the female audience out there. Be like, hell yeah, coming out with some track pants, beating your ass. That's how I go to the gym. So I'm going <laughs> to beat your ass in my, in my spandex too. So I guess so. I could see that. Do you have any complaints about the episode whatsoever? Mm, just just that we got robbed. We're being robbed of the Vegeta versus Tabo fight right now. Yeah, I think that could have been two episodes and would have been awesome. Yeah, definitely. Even one episode, but two episodes, that could have been fine. Anything else that you saw that you were like, eh? Uh, I don't I don't like that Gohan and Piccolo are taking so long to beat these Namekians. <laughs> like, it's been like, what, two or three episodes? The same. They're having way too much fun with them. <laughs> and they're still fighting the same Namekians? <laughs> They're it's playing like, it safe, man. They don't want to get knocked up. They don't want to fight anybody hard. They're just chill. You know, we can just knock, chop off knock arms. them out and yeah. then like watch or something. Nah, like they like just Vegeta's wanna, been watching. They just want to chop for arms a really off. Long time. <laughs> it's true. He's been watching. Freeze's been watching for a very long time Freeze's as well just been too. Sitting there watching. You know, uh, I would love to see more interactions with Android seventeen eighteen. Oh, I wish they. I wish that they fused. Really? I do because. They don't get tired. So it would be that level of power forever. That would have been... Well, unless the earrings ran out. Such 
a, a, a progressive move for the transgender community. <laughs> it would have I would have loved to see Krillin's reaction to his wife. <laughs> I think they probably thought about it. And this, they said in their heads, this is going to cause way too many problems. <laughs> I don't know where to start. I would love to see it as well, too. If they could do that. And be Even the name was hilarious. Number 35. Yeah, that would have been fine. <laughs> I would have been totally fine with that. It would have been like what Super 17 should have been. Yeah, well, you know, Super Saiyan, uh, you know, he doesn't exist as well, too, in canon. But I think if anybody should have been crossed over from that universe to, to Dragon Ball Super, I do like the idea of a Super 17. His look is awesome. The long hair and everything like that, very, very lanky and tall, looking like a, a slender man almost. But yeah, that that would have been interesting. Number 35, no gender <laughs> whatsoever, <laughs> genderless. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, I would have loved to see what's happening with these freaking, these love chicks. They're still in there, right? Oh, they're hiding on uh, a rock somewhere. Yes. Maybe they'll pop out and Jiren will look was, at them I was, and smack them. I was scared for a second because... I thought that their goddess was going to throw them the earrings. <laughs> I think that's what they were looking for. I was going to get pissed, but then they gave it to the other little dudes, and then they broke the earrings, which was cool. I think the little dudes were going to give it to these girls, that's why. And that's what was going to happen. I think they were just like, come I was so irritated. <laughs> like, I don't want to see some fused goddess of love. No. She, she, she would have had, like, harpy wings and everything. It would have been glorious. She would have turned into a unicorn. It would have been great. Vegeta probably... No, no. Frieza probably would have eliminated oh, her. Oh, Yes. They would have turned into like a like a beanie baby or a beanie boom, and, and Frieza would have like just literally killed them. He would have got himself disqualified for that. So uh, here's a big thing. I just want to go into a rumor, the rumor mill right here. It, it, I'm hearing that, of course, once whoever wins this tournament, all the universes are going to come back again. So, do you feel that if that happens, even the people that who are erased, like like what's his name, Frost? Hmm. Do you feel that you can get us an episode where Frost and Frieza have like a rivalry or, or anything like that? No. Do you want to see that happen in the future? No, only because Frost is not on Frieza's level at all. No. And Frieza, I think, is going to stick around for maybe a little, a little bit after the tournament. Okay. Unless we're having a time jump like you. Like, I really think we're going to get if that. If we get a five-year time jump, I don't think Frieza's going to be in it. I think Frieza's going to... Some something's gonna happen in this tournament where Frieza goes back to hell. All right. If you want to give this episode a rating, what would you give it? Like a like a big top, or would you give it a would you eighty six it for not liking it that much? Big top. You know what? Me too. I did. I, I give it a big top. It was surprising. It was fun for all the fanboys that do hate the fact that Goku got beat by a girl. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I enjoyed it. It's something different. I think that's where the, where the hate comes from is that people don't like different. I mean, hey, when you guys got your GT, you didn't like it at first that, you know, Goku shrinking back to uh, being a kid. You thought it was um, um, going back for the series. But look at it now. You, you love the fact that he, he, he's a chibi kid growing in Super Saiyan 4. It's the best thing for you guys. So look at this right here. It's progressive. It's different. The writers are doing so many fun things. Yeah, it's less blood, but... Man. I do miss the blood. A little bit. A I, little bit. I do miss the blood a lot. Um, Especially with the Zamasu fight. Oh yeah, with the Zamasu fight, yeah. But I felt like even with that, like I don't even think we got blood from Vegeta when he got stabbed. No. I think he just spit a little bit. Yeah, he got some spittle, <laughs> and then you know he got some Zamasu inking coming out of him. Yeah. Like when he was falling apart, <laughs> so he got that stuff. But like, eh, you know, the blood hasn't really hit me just yet. 
Um, because of the fact that there's not really like killing in this tournament, so I'm so I'm like spoiled with it right now. But once we get out of it again, yeah, but Vegeta got stabbed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was no blood. Yeah, there wasn't blood when when they fought Frieza for the first time when we were both blue. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to review that. Even though the fact that there's no blood, I'm still looking bright for the future of Dragon Ball Super. I think they have a great future ahead. What do you think? Uh, I think so too. I just the, the only blur again, man, is from like the Namekians when they get their arms slashed off. Got a little <laughs> bit of purple blood coming out. That's that's about it. Are you excited for next week's episode? More excited than this week's? Yes, because I want to see just how far Goku pushes his Ultra Instinct this time. Because it looks like he is taking it to new heights this time. Yeah, yeah. He's from the preview, he unleashes a Kamehameha in Ultra Instinct form. So we'll see what happens there. Um, anyway, guys, this has been fun. This is a short review, but we do love our Dragon Ball Super. So we want to give you the reviews and reactions to what we like to watch. Anyway, thank you very much. John, you have any final words? Uh, for you guys who are hard Dragon Ball fans, you have a phone, whether it's Android, iPhone... Download Dock and Battle. It's, uh, it's a strategy game for Dragon Ball, and it's really fun, so check it out. There you go, Dock and Battle for the, for the Android phones or for the iPhones as well, too, right? Um, yeah, get that game. And guys, always have fun. Watch some Dragon Ball. Support anime to the max because it's going through a boom again. Um, yeah, take care. <laughs>